Have you ever wondered why certain relationships drain you while others elevate you? Have you ever felt like one person can't possibly fulfill all of your needs? In this episode, we're diving into the power of connection and the importance of having support around you. Whether it's finding the right entrepreneurial mentor, seeking a health accountability partner, or simply searching for a friend to share margaritas with after a school board meeting, having a tribe that understands and supports you is crucial. We're going to discuss the four essential steps to finding and cultivating relationships that can help you achieve your goals, evaluating your needs, inviting and interacting, nurturing the relationship, and evaluating whether your needs are all being met. So stick around as I share personal stories, insights, and strategies for getting all of your needs met one relationship at a time. This is All The Damn Things, the podcast committed to helping women achieve your dreams, even after going through deeply challenging experiences. My name is Bevan Farrand, the founder of the Take The Damn Chance movement and creator of the Do The Damn Thing method. Yes, I say damn a lot, but it does mean something. It stands for decide and declare, attend your own party, moments not minutes, and now is the time. When it's come to navigating my own deeply challenging experiences and bringing my biggest dreams to life, this framework has changed my life, and I know that it can make a huge impact on yours. Needs, invite and interact, nurture, and evaluate. The first step of this, when we're thinking about, okay, let's look at one area of my life. Let's look at entrepreneurship. What are the needs that I have? And they can be across anything. What are the needs that I don't feel supported and fulfilled around in the work, in my work life? You're not thinking about any, which of the three areas people are coming to. We're looking at what are the needs I have? So maybe that is, I need a coach. I need some like newbie entrepreneurs. I need a copywriter. I need to find somebody that inspires me. What are the needs? Okay. If we're looking at health, like when I was talking about mine, I don't need exercises, but what do I need? I need a plan. Maybe I just need somebody to make the plan. I need somebody to aspire to. In fact, I have a friend who is a very popular personal trainer. And when I first was thinking about hiring a trainer, I was not going to hire her because she was too far down the path. I was like, I can't even see that as a possibility. She's in, she's a bikini fitness model. And I'm like, I can't even, it's not inspiring to me because it feels defeating. Like I'll never get there. So I wanted somebody who was like here, not here. I didn't need that inspiration. I needed to find somebody who was a mom who had like maybe gotten back to her health, like pre-baby, right? Same thing with health. Do I want somebody who's like an accountability partner? I actually don't do very well with accountability partners. What are my needs? When I was talking about mom friends, not only did I need mom friends who had children the same age, I needed mom friends who lived closer to me because I had mom friends who live like 45 minutes away. So I was seeing them once a month. I wanted somebody in my town. I wanted somebody who we could just go to school board meetings together and then go get margaritas afterwards. That happened last week. I wanted somebody who could have a play date. This is the same friend I'm actually talking about right now. We went to the school board meeting, had margaritas. Then the next week we had a play date with our kids at her house. Then sometimes we go out with other mom friends in this area. It's like she is fulfilling 
so many of the needs that I have when it comes to other mom friends. So I want you to look at what are your needs. Then you're going to say, okay, where is the gap? And you're going to need to probably invite somebody into that role. And then you're definitely going to need to interact with them. When I first moved to our small town here in Ohio, Mark was working 16-hour days. I needed interaction. I think I said this yesterday. I started waitressing. And then I said, I need girlfriends. Like my boyfriend at the time, this was pre-engagement, my boyfriend cannot be the only person in my life that I talk to. So I need girlfriends. So what did I do? I started a book club because that's where I get all my friends as book club. I started a book club and I reached out to, to one of my girlfriends. I'm like, I am drowning. I need friends. You, will you help me start this book club? And she did. And we invited some other people in. And yes, sometimes people are going to say no. We invited one of my very best friends into that first book club. And she said, no, it was not her jam. She's not a mom. She wasn't liking the books that we were picking. She just, it wasn't her thing. That didn't mean she and I weren't friends anymore. It's just that that part of it, she wasn't going to fulfill. So yes, you are going to have to invite and interact. This is where you are going to start setting yourself goals of what you do versus the result, right? So I talk about this a lot in the do the damn thing method where we set like goals, like micro actions for what we can do. Like if you're in business, I'm not saying I need three clients. Like sure, you need three clients, but that's just wishing and hoping. You're saying I need to do this many social posts. I need to do this many discovery calls. I need to write this many proposals, whatever it is, right? So with friends and building this support network, building this tribe, you're going to say, okay, I need to fill this area. I need to have a mentor in work. I am going to make outreach to one potential mentor every month until I find one. I am going to, if I need new local mom friends, I am going to reach out to one person every week to get coffee, to a play date where we can get our kids together and we can chat in the background, to have dinner, whatever that is. One person a week. Not worrying about the result. Right? I know it feels so hard to detach that. But what I do know is that more often than not, if they say no, it's not about you. It's about something else going on. When I was in my 20s and I was dating, I was at a bar with my friend Gwen and I went up and talked to this guy and he was not interested. And I came back like all sad and defeated and, oh my God, I suck at life and I'm horrible. And she was like, he didn't make that decision based on you. Like you guys had not even had a conversation. You've not had a deep, long, meaningful relationship. And he broke up with you. He just was not interested. Like maybe it's because he didn't like your hair and that's whatever. But it's not about you. So all you're going to focus on is what you can actually impact. You're going back to radically loving responsibility. You are going to take responsibility for your actions. You are going, this is how I like to say, it. you are taking responsibility for your role in the experience of your life because you get to control your experience. And so you get to, and that's why when people are like, it's not my fault, I couldn't do anything about it. You can always impact your experience of life. That means you can change how you're thinking about something. 
It means you can change what you're doing about it. You can always impact the experience of your life. You can always change it, accept it, or remove yourself from that situation. I have, when we talk about radically loving responsibility, I have learned how to enjoy some of my most difficult relationships without talking to the other person about it. Because I have said, okay, every time I leave an interaction with this person, I am angry, I am frustrated, I don't want to go back, but I have to. I just, I hate it. And I go into every interaction thinking I'm just going to hate it. And so instead, I said, okay, how can I shift my experience of this situation? Which meant I set some boundaries about what I was willing and was not willing to talk about. I set my own boundaries of like, if that gets said, I might get up and walk out of the room. I kind of gave myself exit plans and I started to set expectations like, hey, if this happens because it was like the same thing was happening over and over and over again. I finally said, just so you know, if this thing happens again, you will be asked to leave. That then became really, really clear. That's a boundary I'm not willing to cross. That, Other than that conversation, I didn't even say because I'm so angry and whatever else. It was like, hey, if this happens, you're going to be asked to leave. So it was me changing my experience of that relationship. That person didn't change. That person still does so much of the same crap, but I experience it differently. And it, I enjoy that relationship so much more. I invite them around more. I know what works and what doesn't. We get to set goals for our actions. So what we are doing in order to invite and interact. You can also set some ideas of like, okay, so I want to have a new mom friend or I want to have a new business colleague. I want to have a health accountability person. What does that look like? I had this group of four potential mom friends. I was like, we're going to get together every single month. We don't. So do I then want to see them once every three months or do I want to find a whole new group of friends? This is why it's like we're checking in with your needs. We're inviting and interacting with people. You're then nurturing that relationship, whether that is a friendship, a romantic partnership, a mentor guide, you're nurturing it, which means you're giving it some attention. Maybe you start out giving it more attention than the other person because you're consciously doing this, but you're nurturing it. And then the E is evaluate. So you are evaluating back to whether all of your needs are getting met. You don't need to do all of these, add every single person into your tribe and find all your damn people at like one time, you're not sending out one mass invitation and saying, come have a barbecue at my house and building my tribe. You're not doing that. You can do this one at a time. It is micro actions. We're doing one important, powerful relationship at a time. So you're figuring out, you're evaluating your needs, inviting and interacting with somebody, nurturing that relationship, and then evaluating both if this is like a relationship that's actually one that's working for you and what other needs still need to be met? And then you can go back through it. Needs, invite and interact, nurture, evaluate. When you are pairing all of those things together, and we talk about the power of connection, the power of healthy relationships, is because you are aware of what your needs are and you are getting them met, which means you are actively participating in assessing your own needs, communicating what they are, 
evaluating if you're getting your needs met. You are clearly communicating and you are understanding that one person doesn't need to fulfill all of your needs. One person can't. This is where I also see it. I think it puts a lot of strain on relationships, on marriages and romantic relationships in particular, when we put too much expectation on that one relationship. When Mark and I were going through fertility issues and I had a miscarriage, we were best friends and we supported each other. We would always say we're on the same team. We were cheering each other on. But in that particular situation, I made him find somebody else in addition to me because he was putting it on me because he had grief and he had frustration and fear. And I did too. And I couldn't hold both of those at the same time. So I was like, you have to find somebody else to also help you with this. Same with grief. When Mark passed away, and this, is, this may end up making me sound like a jerk, but it's not intended to. When Mark first passed away and his mom would want to put her grief on me as a way of, for her, it was like bonding. I was like, no, I can only hold my grief right now. That's all I have the capacity for. And so, yes, we might be walking that path together, but she also had to find somebody else to be like her guide and her mentor on it. Like I had a coach. We can't put everything onto one person. If we have one really good friend and we are expecting them to fill all of our needs as like our best friend, which means they have to be the one that goes on girls trips with us and they have to be the one that shows up when we're, we have a charity event and they have to be the one that does all these things. One friendship cannot stand up to all that. That's why we have these different types of friends. And I'm not trying to make this sound very clinical as I talk about it, but when you're just starting out at anything, you have to have the structure before you play freeform. This is a new way to look at building a support tribe, building a network that all of a sudden, are you starting to see how if you have a really clear goal, if you have a damn manifesto and you start to put all the support around it because you know how to do that now, that it's actually just way more inevitable that you will reach that goal, that you will bring it to life. Guess what? My book is coming out. Now, if you know anything about me, you know that I am passionate about supporting you in bringing your big, bold dreams to life and doing the damn thing. And the do the damn thing method all starts with your damn manifesto which is why my book is called Your Damn Manifesto. Discover the keys to personal transformation and bringing your biggest dreams to life. And you can go pre-order your copy right now. Just go to yourdamnmanifesto.com or click the link in the show notes to pre-order your copy. And when you do that, you're gonna get some great bonuses, including a live coaching and Q&A session with me, a digital workbook, and some other really fun bonuses. And pre-order... So go to yourdamnmanifesto.com or click the link in the show notes and pre-order your copy today. Thanks for joining me today. Let me know if this made you stop and go damn. If so, leave a comment on the episode, rate and review the show, or reach out on social media. Find me on Instagram at Bevan Farrand or visit my website and let me know what you want to hear next on all the damn things.